Welcome to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. You're listening to Alternative Talk, AM 1150. Great to be here today. Cold December day in Seattle. Eric? Good afternoon, Julie. I told you right before we got on air, but today is our 250th episode. (laughs) Isn't that amazing? That went by so quick. I know. Wow. I know. Uh, so almost five years. It'll be five years in February. February 18th of, what was it, 09, I think, was our first. Probably the fastest five years of my life. <laughs> I don't know. But then again, those are dog years, right? So, right. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, if you look at it that it's gonna way. It's going to go extra fast. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, it's cold out. It has been cold out uh, for our for Seattle anyway. And it reminds me of just to be careful about those dogs that don't have a lot of body fat or fur uh, to make sure that they're not outside for too long or that if they need jackets or sweaters or all that good stuff, don't be embarrassed to put a jacket on your dog (laughs) if they need it. Um, My little dachshund gets cold pretty quickly, and uh, I've been putting her little Seahawks um, fleece on in support of our team, so... That's nice. Or what's better than a wiener dog in a cardigan? Really? Come really? On. I know. So that'll uh, brighten your day if nothing else will. <laughs> you know, I see, um, I see dogs like tight, especially when it was like, it's warmer now. It's like at what forty or something like that. Yeah, yeah. We're getting a little warming trend for the yeah. rest of the week. But when it was really cold, I just saw these. You know, it just was like, oh, I'd see dogs like tied out you know, outside stores or something like that, and I'd just be worried about them. So be careful of those. Those dogs keep those uh, keep those noses warm and all that good stuff. And the paws, we don't have any snow on the ground, but keep them uh, ice free and all that good stuff. Um, so our two hundred and fiftieth episode, we have lots of fun things to talk about. I have Brandy Algren with us in the booth today. Brandy is the editor and founder of City Dog Magazine. Back on the show. Thanks for being back. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So, and you said that you're in your ninth year. Going into our ninth year, yep. That's amazing. Yeah. Congratulations. Five years for you and dog years is middle-aged. What are we? <laughs> I know. Seniors. Yep. Yep. Um, so we've got a lot to talk about um, from your current issue, Best of the West 2013, uh, all sorts of great information and in this. You can find them online at citydogmagazine.com. And then... Uh, Brandy and I, you have uh, a great event coming up, and then we have an event coming up that we're sort of co-hosting next week. I've been talking a lot about it with Rainbow Bridge Hearts. Brandy and I are each having uh, glass-blown hearts made for our dogs who passed away. Um, Brandy's dog, Scout, passed away this summer, and my boy, Chewy, died um, four-plus years ago now. And uh, we are um, hosting, co-hosting an event on Monday with Rainbow Bridge Hearts. We're going to talk about that. I do want to announce before we get into all things City Dog Magazine that uh, just a reminder that Seattle Repertory Theater's event Dogs Night Out is December 15th um, right in Seattle Center at the Seattle Rep. And um, actually, I just found out Natural Pet Pantry, one of our Partners is going to be there handing out to the four-legged participants some little uh, sample cups of their cooked stew, their delicious cooked stew. 
Uh, so that's wonderful. Be sure to say hi to them if you go. Eric, have you seen? You said you said you're going to try to see this production, The Hound of the Baskervilles. I did, yeah. And, you did. Uh, in a word, it was brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a, a fantastic production of uh, the Sherlock Holmes story. Yeah, Hound of the Baskervilles. Uh, yeah. I. When did you go? Uh, it was last Sunday, I think. Yeah. Cool. I saw it as well, and I enjoyed. Um, I haven't been to too much theater in my life and um, have been to a couple shows recently. And this one, of course, has sort of a, you know, a bit of a dog presence in it. And mm-hmm. they're doing this really fun event. Where Although people, in kind of a menacing way. Yes, you know. for sure. The, the hellhound. <laughs> That's right. Um, but people can actually bring their dog into the theater and watch this production with their, you know, friendly dog. Uh, no hellhounds. No. Please. No, no. please <laughs> They've no already hellhounds. got one represented in the play, yeah. so don't bring the hellhounds to watch the show. I just, I, I'm, I wonder if I can get in um, and just stick my head in for a minute and just take a look at the scene in there with all the dogs. What a riot. Hopefully they'll post some video because yeah. it will be fun to see for sure. Well, that's at the Seattle Repertory Theater, December 15th, and uh, it's just one night only. It's the last night of the production, The Hound of the Baskervilles. It was a great show. I really enjoyed it um, without dogs there, and it's just going to be a howling good time with the dogs. (laughs) And now City Dog Magazine, Brandy, you're hosting your uh, City Dog Holiday Mutt Mixer, which is tomorrow night, and there is still room for people to RSVP and attend this. And you were telling me about this, and um, it sounds like a really fun event and a really amazing location. Um, and this is tomorrow night. Tell us a little bit about what, what all goes on um, during the Mutt Mixer and where it's being hosted. Right. That's tomorrow night from 6 to 8 p.m., and we're co-hosting it with a company, Black Rapid. And they're um, located on Laura Queen Anne in this fabulous studio space um, slash gallery space. And they've asked us to co-host this event with them to benefit Old Dog Haven. Mm. And um, they're in the uh, photography genre. And so they've put together this beautiful video for Old Dog Haven that will be um, uh, premiering at the event tomorrow. So people Mm. can come and check that out and learn a lot more about Old Dog Haven and the good things that they do. Yeah. And um, we'll have swag bags there to give away to everyone and some other goodies. Great. And this is an event people can bring their dogs to. Yes, dogs are welcome, and um, yeah, we've hosted uh, mixers now for about eight to nine years at different locations around the Seattle area, and uh-huh. this is the one for um, us to just get together and celebrate the holidays with our, our four-legged friends. I think I went to your holiday one that was at your at City Dog Magazine headquarters in West Seattle. Right. That was a few years ago, yeah, at our, mm-hmm. our old office space in yeah. West Seattle. Tons of people and dogs just getting together, um, great swag bags, as you say, and really cool this premiere of this video that now did Black Rapid put this together for Old Dog Haven? Yes, Black Rapid put it together, and there's a sneak peek at the video on our website at citydogmagazine.com. Just click on the Holiday Mutt Mixer link, and you can check it out on there. Very cool. And Old Dog Haven, if you're not familiar, uh, I've had them on the show a couple times. It's a really wonderful local organization that focuses on old dogs and um, especially getting old dogs out of shelters and into foster homes and forever homes. And such a great thing about this organization. It's probably up, I mean, other than A Help, which I'm a part of, Old Dog Haven is one of my favorite organizations. So 
touching that they just really focus on these old dogs and and take care of them. And one of the things that moves me the most about their work is that they will foster a dog who maybe only has days or weeks to live. And they just want to give that dog, you know, a, um, a graceful exit. Right. And I think it's just such such sweet and, and important work and um, really wonderful that uh, this event is going to be uh, raising money for Old Dog Haven. Um, sounds like you're doing a raffle. We'll have a, a raffle and um, the event is free to attend. And we just ask that people bring either canned or um, uh, bags of dog food that we can donate to our less fortunate four-legged friends. Great. So that, uh, if you want to, so you do need to RSVP for this, and you can do so by emailing. Here's the address, rsvp at citydogmagazine.com. If you would like to attend this holiday mutt mixer um, event at Black Rapid, which is on Lower Queen Anne. It's a beautiful open gallery space. Dogs are welcome, and it's tomorrow night, um, Thursday, from 6 to 8 p.m., premiere video for Old Dog Haven, raffle to raise money, and just a really fun social time for dog lovers. So check that out. And RSVP, if you do want to attend, RSVP at citydogmagazine.com. And you can also find out more information about that on their website, citydogmagazine.com. Now, if people haven't heard your past interviews uh, or maybe haven't heard of City Dog Magazine, Brandy, tell us a bit about, um, you know, what is City Dog Magazine? What do you do? Well, excuse me, we essentially are um, covering life in the West with your dog and uh, very lifestyle focused. It's what to do, what to see, where to go. Um, We always feature um, cool products. We um, feature uh, getaways in every single issue. So where you can go and and visit or stay with your dog. And um, like we mentioned, we're in our ninth year and still going and not running out of um, content to put in the magazine. Cool. If anything, I've found that I have more to talk about than I, you know, people are like, oh, an hour show. Wow. What do you, you know, what do you talk about? Right. I'm like, man. (laughs) Yeah. I started worrying. I'm like, wow, we're going into our ninth year. When, you know, is the content going to run out? And, you know, as as many dog lovers as there are in the, in the Northwest and as many um, destinations that are more and more dog friendly Mm -hmm. and dogs are more and more accepted in hotels and, and in destinations, it's, it's just, it's ever growing. And you've probably really seen, um, this, you know, over the last almost 10 years, I mean, it's a really, like you said, it's a really, it's continuing to develop more and more places like getaways. Uh, if people want to take a vacation, more and more places are becoming dog friendly or opening as dog friendly. And just the mentality in, in the country, and I think that the Northwest probably leads the country in this, as far as really viewing our and relating to our pets as family. Right. And really wanting to know, wanting people wanting to get informed about health-related topics, people wanting when they when they vacation, wanting to go with their pets and not just leave their pet boarding somewhere, um, all sorts of stuff. And then, of course, around the holidays, I know we are, quote-unquote, guilty for this, but we will certainly wrap presents for the dogs and then open them on Christmas morning. And uh, speaking of gifts... When we come back from break, we're going to get into the current issue of City Dog Magazine, a special issue, Best of the West. There is a holiday gift guide, um, great stuff for dogs, and we're going to talk about 
this really, really cool getaway that you mentioned here, too. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Now it's my turn. Well, Christmas is going to the dogs. We'd rather have two toys than your dogs. Things aren't looking very good. Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burien shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry. It just makes sense. This is Martha Norwalk. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to the Northwest School of Animal Massage, we cover the world of animals. This week, December 15th, it's a Kevin and Kim Sunday. Kevin McDonald and Kim Miller Medium and Animal Intuitive will host the show for me. In the first hour, they'll be talking with Dr. Bill Burlingame about immune support for our animal friends. Then they'll have open phone lines so Kim can help you connect with your animal or human loved ones on this side or the other. Martha Norwalk's Animal World, Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk, AM. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior training and nutrition specialist, www.sensitivedog.com. Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a cold or illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Meduzia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190. The Acupuncture and Sports Clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer. 1150kknw.com. Your connection to Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes, celebrating our 250th episode today. And we have Brandy Algren, editor of City Dog Magazine, with us in the booth. Welcome back, Brandy. Thank you. And so we have the... Um, now, this is a special... You do five issues a year, correct, still? Four. Four. So this is the... Um, would this be the fall? Yes. Okay. So we have the fall issue and then your... Winter issue is coming out in February, early February. February, got it. City, so we're going to be talking about these. You have a whole bunch of great gift ideas and just really cool products highlighted in this magazine. And also, you know, a great gift is the magazine itself. So giving someone a subscription to City Dog Magazine, 
a great gift for dog lovers, especially in the West Coast. And people can subscribe really easily just from the website? Yes, at citydogmagazine.com. All right. So lots of really cool products in here. Um, A lot of local products, which, of course, we love. Um, I do see a sleeping, a, a little cute little beagle in a sleeping bag, and that reminds me of my dachshund who loves her sleeping bags. Those are definitely her favorite. Um, this is a s- snuggle bed, and it's a San Francisco-based company called Play. Uh, yes, they're based out of San Francisco, and this is a new um, bed that they uh, recently launched, and it's called the Snuggle Bed, and it's actually four-in-one, so you can use it as a um, a sleeping bag for dogs that like to burrow. Yep. Um, and these are, I should also mention that these are for small to medium dogs. Yep. So probably up to about the size of a beagle. Okay. And uh, it can be used as a blanket. It can be used as, um, you know, just a, a sort of a mat, snuggle, you know, cozy up by the fire blanket kind yep. of bed as well. If you forget your reusable bag at the grocery store, you could bring in the snuggle bed and put your groceries in there too. So there's another use for a it. satchel. <laughs> um, and then these adorable little... Looks like terrier and a little mix. Is this a mix? Looks like a mix. Schnauzer mix? Looks like a schnauzer mix, yeah. With that's these, uh, little sweaters on, snazzy. Yeah, what's cool about these sweaters is the zipper is on the back, mm-hmm. so it's easy slip-on for, um, you don't have to slip anything on over their head, which some dogs don't like. No, they don't. So you can just put their legs in the, in the little armholes and then zip it up right up the back, so it's easy on, easy off. Cool. Um, and they're super cute. I like the neck on those. They don't go too high, but it looks like they come up a little bit like it's a little mock turtleneck almost. Very cute. Now, there's this one that says Dog Codependent. Uh, tell me about this company. That company is Dog is Good. Um, they're based in, in California, and they make, um, you know, uh, T-shirts and hoodies, and they have house um, household items like pillows, um, excuse me, decorative items, and they have this line, dog codependent. And um, so essentially, like me, it's for dog addicts everywhere. And, <laughs> dog addicts. And the um, serenity prayer is on it, but it's, mm. um, you know, about dog. Yeah, it's really nice. It says, where I go, dog follows. Where I stop, dog settles. Where I am lost, dog finds me. When I am joyful, dog joins me. Who I am, dog knows. What I need, dog becomes. Very cool. Yeah. So that is actually printed on the T-shirt. It looks like they have a, oh, does this looks like a nightgown? They have a sleep shirt. Sleep shirt. In the dog codependent, they have the T-shirt for men and women, and then they have a really cool hoodie yeah. that I have and love and wear all the time. Cool. And this is from Dog is Good, and they have a whole bunch of different um they have the one with the cone, right, where it's uh, it's all fun and games until someone ends up in a cone. Yeah, yeah. they do. They have um, yeah, a lot of cute sayings um, on on their tees. Yeah. Um, and then, now I just, this is adorable. This dog bed that looks like a piece of toast with a pillow that looks like a pat of butter. <laughs> yes. <laughs> toasty Pup Tart. The, uh, the Toasty Bed Company. Oh, it's Canada. Right. How cute is that? Right. And um, we source a lot of our cool products from Etsy, which I love just, you know, for myself, but also for finding um, smaller companies. Um, A lot of items are handcrafted, 
um, and, yeah. and on smaller artists and artisans on there. And so um, anyway, we found this one on Etsy.com, and it's the Toasty Bed Company if you want to look for it. <laughs> Toasty Bed Company. It's adorable. It's this little dog laying on what looks like a piece of toast. And then right next to that in your in your um, issue here is are these collars that have the Seattle skyline on them. Um, and who? what's this company that makes these? These are Washington, I think, obviously, Washington-based, but really cool. Um, yes, this is um, a company based out of Port Ludlow, Washington, and they are called Lodi and Louie, named after um, Nicole's dogs, the owner. Of course. And she makes um, in all sorts of designs, collars, and leashes. And, of course, the one we really love is the one with the Seattle skyline that has the collars in, in four different color Mm -hmm. Um, combos and leashes also to match. It reminds me of those socks that are everywhere that people have that have the skyline around the top of it. Um, Right. And then also, if you notice, there's um, Seahawks colors. Yes. Go Hawks. Um, Okay. And what are some, anything else here, Brandy, that you want? There's so many other products here. Um, You can get the the whole issue. Um, Where are people, so subscriptions, and then you're sold in... Retail locations as well? In independent bookstores and pet stores, but um, probably the easiest way is to, you can order single copies off of our website and you can also subscribe. Okay. And um, how much is a subscription per year? $18 per year. Easy. Cool. Anything else, any product that I missed that you wanted to talk about here? Um, I was going to just point out this um, dog bowl here, which is made out of recycled glass. Mm. And um, they're called Panache, and they're a pretty new company and um, just really sturdy. They have a, a non-breakable warranty, um, and then, again, it's, you know, reusable, recycle. You know, I was talking— the earth. Yeah, Dr. Donna Kelleher I've had on the show, and she's going to be back soon. She's a really brilliant holistic vet in the area, and I was talking with her about a— a one dog in particular, and she said that um, some dogs can get off balance from eating out of or drinking out of metal bowls. They can get like a mineral imbalance or something, and she recommended feeding from glass or ceramic, and I thought of that when I saw this bowl. It's really cool. I think there's also the question of the BPA. Is that what it's called? The um, that the toxin that can leach out of plastic, mm. too? So Yeah. yeah. Very Definitely cool. Glass is a good way to go. Yeah. All right, so now right after your gift guide, you have this uh, featured getaway, Cave B Estate Winery Resort and Spa, and you were telling me a little bit about this place before the show. It sounds amazing, so, and this is somewhere that you can take your dog with you, so give us the lowdown on this place. Right, so this is the second time we've been to Cave B. We went there when we first launched City Dog Magazine, so it's been quite a few years, and fell in love with it. And Mm -hmm. it's been one of our favorite places that we've visited ever since. And so we went back, and this time what they have that's new is they've added yurts. Mm -hmm. So um, I'd never stayed in a yurt. I'd stayed in a dog-friendly teepee before, but not a yurt. And What um, is a yurt? It's, well, you know, it's kind of, um, I guess it's a cross between... I guess tent isn't the right word, but it's you know it's a, a it's a canvas round structure. I think it's Mongolia that the yurts were are, are from mm-hmm. originally, mm-hmm. and um, just are they insulated? 
they're not. So that's another thing to mention here yeah. is that the yurts are available from late April until early October. Seasonal. Right. Yeah. So, and it is eastern Washington, so it's warm. And yeah. they do have air conditioners in them. And then oh. also each yurt is um, has its own bathroom, king-size bed, mm. sitting area, table. Um, so they're they're quite large as well. Yeah. So what's cool is with um, Cave B is it, they also have um, what they call cliff houses because mm. Cave B is um, right next to the um, the gorge amphitheater. Yeah. So it sits about 900 feet up from the Columbia River. So it's sweeping, stunning views. And they have cliff houses that are also dog friendly that are a little more luxurious. Yeah. And a little more pricier than the yurts. Yeah. But beautiful. And then mm. also on site, site they have a, um, sta- a state winery with a tasting room. Um, they have Tendril's Restaurant, which is amazing. Mm. And it's just a really cool place. And it's extremely dog-friendly. Um, dogs are you, you can let your dog run off leash there. I mean, Ugh. it's just one of those places where you get out of the car and, you know, you're on vacation. Right. Yeah, it's such a great – so it's great to go places that are really, truly – dog friendly and where you like you said there's space where your dog can be off leash and you just can really get to be in open space together rather than having it be sort of like the dog is with you but you're sort of like restricted still or sometimes I feel like I'm like I have my dogs but I'm still feel like and totally legitimately like I'm not sneaking anybody in but I almost feel like I'm sneaking around or something like that and then I've been to places where it's just like Oh my gosh, this is amazing! Where there's off leash areas and right, you always want to take your dog somewhere that they're going to have just as much fun as you are away from home. If that makes sense, yeah. you know my dogs have a backyard; they can run around the backyard. We can go to the dog park, but um, you know if I go somewhere as a as a getaway, I want it to be just as much fun for them as it is for me. Yeah, and definitely KV is one of those places. There's um, hiking trails around there. Mm. Um, if you book in advance, once you get the Gorge Amphitheater's concert schedule, you, if you um, definitely book far in advance, yeah. but then you know the, the combination of staying there and then the Gorge Amphitheater to see a concert, you know, you right said next it's door. Walking distance? Yes. Wow. The properties butt up next to each other. Wow, that'd be amazing. I haven't been there in a while, but it is a gorgeous venue. Yeah, it's beautiful. And, mm-hmm. you know, you're in eastern Washington. You're, um, the, I mean, the stars were yeah. amazing when we were there. It's just a blanket because yeah. you don't have the light pollution from the city. And Yeah. Awesome. And that's called Cave B, Estate Winery Resort and Spa. And it sounds like their restaurant there is amazing. That sounds like my idea of a perfect getaway winery, restaurant, dog-friendly, gorgeous, natural environment. Yurts. Yurts. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so that is, a, there's a whole write-up and some great photos of this um, getaway. And you feature, so do you feature, uh, it looks like you have a few different ones um, in this issue. Every issue, do you fe- feature one or a few different destinations? I know travel is a big part of what you like to focus on. Right. So in every issue, we do a getaway. Mm-hmm. So, um Within driving distance from Seattle or Portland typically is what we'll cover. Uh And then in every issue, we feature a deluxe dig. So just maybe a nice resort or hotel that um, is dog-friendly that you can stay in. Cool. 
All right, so we um, we're going to switch gears a little bit when we come back, and I'm going to talk with Brandy about um, her dogs and also her experience uh, with her with the end of life process of her first dog, Scout. And we're going to talk about the event that we are co-hosting um, on Monday with Rainbow Bridge Hearts. We'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Hey Seattle, this is Julie Forbes. When I got engaged a couple of years ago, one of the first things my fiance said about our wedding was, we need a wedding planner. I thought to myself, what do we need a wedding planner for? We hired Jenny Harding and New Chapter Weddings, and I now know there is no way we could have done it without her. If you are planning a wedding or corporate event, do yourself a favor and hire New Chapter Wedding and Event Planning. They did an amazing job for us, and they will for you. Find them online at newchapterweddings.com. When your dog or cat is sick, you go to the vet. But sometimes they need more advanced care with a veterinary specialist. Hi, I'm Dr. Beth Davidow with Animal Critical Care and Emergency Services. Veterinary specialists receive more than 10,000 hours of extra training in dedicated fields like radiology, surgery, cardiology, oncology, and more. If your pet is facing a complicated health issue, it may be best to see a specialist. Talk to your veterinarian about the appropriate time for referral. To learn more about access and our specialists, visit criticalcarevets.com. Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair discusses issues that are important to you, like good health and well-being, finding a new job and building your business, overcoming life's big challenges and making sense out of chaos, and living with passion and joy. Join us Mondays at noon Pacific for Conversations Live with Vicki St. Clair. See conversationslive.net for show schedule and guest information. Hey Seattle, this is Julie Forbes. When I got engaged a couple of years ago, one of the first things my fiance said about our wedding was, we need a wedding planner. I thought to myself, what do we need a wedding planner for? We hired Jenny Harding and New Chapter Weddings, and I now know there is no way we could have done it without her. If you are planning a wedding or corporate event, do yourself a favor and hire New Chapter Wedding and Event Planning. They did an amazing job for us, and they will for you. Find them online at newchapterweddings.com. For the people, by the people. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes, and we are back in our 250th episode today uh, with Brandy Algren, editor and founder of City Dog Magazine. You can find them online at citydogmagazine.com. Great holiday gift for the dog lover in your life. It's only $18 a year for a subscription, and there are quarterly issues loaded with information, really beautifully laid out. And we were talking about the current issue that's out in the last segment. If you've missed any part of this show or any of our now 250 episodes, you can find them all archived on our website, dogradioshow.com, and as always, a free podcast on iTunes. And um, so we've been going through this issue and talking about your um, holiday Mutt Mixer that's tomorrow night at, uh, what was the name of the venue again? Black Rapid. Black Rapid is a gallery, open, large open space gallery, and they are 
opening their beautiful space to people and their dogs to come and socialize tomorrow night from 6 to 8 p.m. It's in Lower Queen Anne in Seattle. And uh, you do need to RSVP for this if you'd like to attend. It's not too late. Um, Just email RSVP at CityDogMagazine.com and let them know that you'd like to attend. They have great swag bags and a raffle. They'll be raising money for Old Dog Haven and premiering a um, video that Black Rapid put together for Old Dog Haven. Right. Great local organization that supports old dogs, getting them out of shelters and into foster homes and forever homes, regardless of how much time they have left. So speaking of old dogs, Brandy, mm-hmm. now we on Monday, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. to. I mean, I'm so excited for this event to experience this event with the community and with the people I know who are going and all that stuff. And aside from all of that, it's really huge for me because I'm having my heart made for Chewy. That alone is a really big deal for me. And we're uh, and Brandy is having a heart made for her boxer scout who died this summer um, to June or July in June, June. Yeah. Canine cancer, mm-hmm. um, as did Chewy. And it's just, gosh, every time I turn around, I'm seeing somebody that I know um, posting on Facebook or telling me that they've just you know, that their dog was just diagnosed. I mean, it's just so rampant. There's a great organization called Chase Away Canine Cancer that's raised over $750,000 for cancer research. Wow. Um, I interviewed the uh, founder, Sira Rooser, who's involved with Puget Sound Doc Dogs. And she's the one who, uh, she lost one of her labs to canine cancer and she was just on a rampage ever since. So it's really, I think it's like one in three dogs so um, we're doing this event um, this Monday at Rainbow Bridge Hearts at the studio where the where the um, pieces are made. It's a glass blowing studio, and they make these glass blown hearts and a couple other um, pieces of art where you have your pet's ashes swirled into the piece, and it, they're really beautiful. And it only takes about a teaspoon of ashes. And um, you know, we were talking about you and I were sharing about our experiences, just even kind of how intense it was to even like handle the, the urn. (laughs) Right. And, um, I think also I had, uh, like you had said, it seems it's, it's, it seems like it's more and more, or, um, maybe we're just more and more aware of it, especially as we've kind of been in this industry for a while and have friends with dogs and, you know, with each passing. And uh, one of the questions that came up was whether I should get her ashes. And mm. I, I went back and forth and decided, you know, I, I better. If if I don't, then I might regret it. Mm. And if I do, I have them. So I'm glad I did because you invited me to do this event yeah. on Monday, which sounds awesome. Yeah, you know, and there's a lot of people who have had ashes for a long time, I mean, I've had mine for over four years. I have some people who have had, you know, their pet's ashes for over 10 years and they're having hearts made for them now. That's great. Yeah. And um, it's like I'm so grateful for the for Rainbow Bridge Hearts and that they do this for people, that this is such a great resource for people as just part of the grieving process to have something really beautiful made out of 
the you know what was the body that housed such special spirits to us right and to um, put it into glass i know and and a piece of art yeah and they're they're beautiful i mean they're there's all different colors that you can get different designs um there's a tiger eye one that's what i'm doing yeah mm-hmm. that's really it's got brown and or amber and like gold and then each one has, with regardless of what color you choose, there is a swirl of white. And that swirl of white is your pet's ashes. And one of the things that we were talking about, too, is um, like the the urn and kind of handling the urn. And the company is really great about supporting people around that or if people live locally and they don't want to deal with it, that they can just bring the urn to the to the to their office and they'll take the sample out. Like I said, it only takes a teaspoon of ashes um, you were talking about your, um, you know, it hasn't been too long for you, Brandy, since Scout passed away. And, um, you were talking, I, I remember hearing about it and just, it's like a knife in the heart when you hear, cause I just know it's brutal. Mm-hmm, right. And, um, you know, what was your experience? Cause Scout was your first dog as an adult and part of your inspiration. This is something that we share, you know, to, to start City Dog Magazine. All right, right. So I um, got Scout as a, a puppy, and um, like you mentioned, she was really my first dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I didn't even really grow up with dogs. So when I got her, I felt like, you know, I imagine how someone feels when they have a brand new baby that they bring home. They're like, okay, now what do I do? Yeah. You know, what do <laughs> I feed her? Where do I take her? What do I what do, I do with this little thing? And uh, most of the information I got was through... Um, like the dog park and just word of mouth. And Mm -hmm. so she really inspired me to um, start City Dog Magazine, essentially, and um, really taught me that, you know, and we we hear it almost sounds like a cliche, but that unconditional love that you feel for this little being, Mm -hmm. and you know, is really, really amazing. And so, you know, we had 11 fabulous years together. And she was diagnosed with cancer in um, when she was 10. I had a tumor removed and everything was great. And then it returned in the same spot. Mm. And that one advanced uh, unbelievably quickly. It was mm. almost like I could see it growing every day. Mm. And, um, you know, and it's each person's decision on what they're going to do at that time. And mine was that I didn't want to put her through surgery again at the age of 11, that um, my job as her mom was to make her life the most comfortable as I could and make the decision when the decision or when the time came to make that decision is make it on behalf of her and not on behalf of me, Mm -hmm. of when to euthanize. And, um, you know, again, each person's decision and experience is different, but mine came when, you know, I noticed with her that today was worse than yesterday. Tomorrow is going to be worse than today. Mm -hmm. And I don't want her to have a worse day than today. Yeah. So I had a vet come to the home, which I highly recommend Mm. if you have that opportunity. Um, It's something you can schedule ahead of time. Mm -hmm. And um, I know my vet was, if you want to cancel, if you want to change, not a problem. Yeah. Very flexible. You know, it's really, really up to you when you want to do it. And you can back out if you want or you can and keep the schedule. But um, I will say it is one of the most agonizing decisions I've ever made in my life. But, um, you know, one of the, the best. Yeah. Probably the same with you is one of the worst experiences yeah. you'd ever been through. But 
it was one of the most beautiful experiences totally. I've ever been through as well. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, she was she was worth it all. Yeah. Yeah, I totally get that. Um, I was really, it was a very profound experience for me and for a lot of ways. I mean, there's a lot going on and, and it's a, a topic that I'm really passionate about. I'm very outspoken about. I talk about my work with A Help Project, which is a local nonprofit that is whole purpose is to support pets and their people through and after the end of life process, whatever that's going to look like. Um, because it is def- different every time. I mean, even when we talk about canine cancer, there's so many different types of cancer that all behave differently. Um, there's a great book called um, When Your Dog Has Cancer by Lola Ball, who's a local woman, and she's on the board for A-Help as well. It's a great resource for people if you do, if your pet was diagnosed with cancer. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's that 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 uh, process is so hard of... Well, how how am I, you know, it's up to me. How am I going to, um, you know, navigate this conversation about when to euthanize, you know, uh, and some people don't want, you know, some people want the dogs to try to, to pass from a natural death. And then it's a question of, well, but I also don't want the dog to suffer. And, right. You know, there's just a lot to it. And it's hard. And I think... Even in my, you know, this was over four years ago for me. And I remember my thing was amidst all of the emotion and the one thing that I was most terrified of was happening, which was Chewie's death. Um, He was 12. Was above all of that was that he was not going to suffer. Like it was a maternal instinct or sort of power or clarity of my needs and emotions are not this that's not what this is about this is about me doing my best to serve him and to to have to to just advocate for him and, and give and protect him right and that's the most loving gift you can give to your dog mm-hmm. is by making that that choice for them because they can't make it on their own so you know it's your responsibility and it's your your compassion mm-hmm. and it's hard because even in sort of having that clarity of knowing that I did my best and I believe I did the right thing for him, I still get a little, like, it's still a little bit of a thorn in my side if I hear about, there's always this kind of like, what if, well, well, what? even though I know that the odds for him were really, really slim, there's still kind of this little bit of little, little hint, whisper of discomfort of like, oh, did I, because I was so proactive in him not suffering. I was like, well, I'm not going to keep him around for three more months just for me to hang on and risk having him go through something really terrible. Right. And I think um, that planning for it mm. is really important and having a game plan because, you know, the last thing you want to be in is in an emergency situation where um, you're rushing to the vet, that it's a, a more traumatic for you and for your dog. And yeah. so planning, I think, is really important and preparing. You know, it's agonizing. Like I said, it's a terrible, terrible thing to go through and, and to have to make that decision. But it's, again, the most loving thing you can do for your pet. And 
you know, um, going back to them not suffering mm-hmm. is, you know, they, I, I had, uh, I don't know if you know the author John Katz. Oh, yeah. He's got quite a few books out and yeah. pretty well known. And I was listening to an interview with him one time and it was when Scout was still a puppy. So, you know, we had lots of time left. Or you think, you, you know, you think you do. You sure. assume you do anyway. And I was listening to an interview with him and it was really, um, it really stuck with me through the next 10 years of Scout's life is he makes that decision um, not saying that's easy, but he makes that decision when a dog can no longer be a dog. Mm-hmm. And I think just kind of keeping that in mind, that their essence and their dignity and um, fun, yeah. you know, when that, when it's gone, it's hopefully, hopefully that would help, or it did help me in making that decision yeah. when, when it was time. He is wonderful. He's one of my favorite authors, and I've had him on the show a few times. Do you know, he was actually... So Chewy, I had Chewy put down on um, Saturday, and I had uh, the show the following Wednesday, and the show that I had scheduled, that I had had scheduled for several weeks before I even knew Chewy had cancer, was John Katz, and he was actually in town, and it was about his book, Soul of a Dog. Mm -hmm. Wonderful book. Yeah. And, you know, I'm four days off of losing my my boy and he was amazing and it was like just a perfect. And I so what you said that I just wanted to point out and then we're going to take a quick break um, that I think was when you said that it reminded me of this part of my process, too, was about how I want I didn't want it to to go down in an emergency and crisis. So I wanted to have a beautiful morning with him. You know, I gave him two marrow bones. We went out to Seward Park. It was a sunny day. We walked, you know, and Justin had it be a beautiful day and then let him go not in crisis and to not have it be something, you know, something like that. I think that's a really important part. Thanks for mentioning that. Right. So you have a... um a boxer, another boxer. Scout was a boxer. Scout was a boxer. I do. I uh, rescued Thea in August. And, and how old is she? Three and a half. Okay. Female boxer. So we're when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit about Thea. Brandy has a, a behavioral question for me, and um, we're going to talk about that and then wrap it up for today's show. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. You're listening to the Dog Show with Julie Forbes. <laughs> Hey Seattle, this is Julie Forbes. When I got engaged a couple of years ago, one of the first things my fiancé said about our wedding was, we need a wedding planner. I thought to myself, what do we need a wedding planner for? We hired Jenny Harding and New Chapter Weddings, and I now know there is no way we could have done it without her. If you are planning a wedding or corporate event, do yourself a favor and hire New Chapter Wedding and Event Planning. They did an amazing job for us, and they will for you. Find them online at newchapterweddings.com. Natural Pet Pantry is Seattle's original source for wholesome dog and cat meals, offering eight different proteins to accommodate your pet's dietary needs. Made locally using all U.S. sourced ingredients, their freshly ground stews, 
raw or cooked, can be purchased from their Burien shop, most independent pet supply stores, or delivered right to your home. Natural Pet Pantry will even work with your vet to custom blend a prescription diet for your pet's unique needs. Go to naturalpetpantry.com for more information. Natural Pet Pantry. It just makes sense. Do you have an injury, old or new, that won't heal? Are you fighting a cold or illness you can't kick? Do you feel like you've tried everything and are still struggling to find wellness and balance in your physical health? Have you been unimpressed with acupuncture in the past? For over a decade, Robert Medusia has been making a difference for people who thought they had exhausted their options. Don't settle for pain and illness. Call 425-828-6190. That's 425-828-6190. Again, 425-828-6190. The Acupuncture and Sports Clinic of Kirkland. Heal faster, play longer. This is Julie Forbes, dog training, behavior, and nutrition specialist and owner of Sensitive Dog, thoughtful guidance for you and your dog. If your dog needs basic obedience training, a behavior evaluation, or food consultation, I can help you. Call me at 206-372-7399 or visit my website, www.sensitivedog.com. I teach group obedience classes, in-home lessons, and evaluations, and a two-week intensive training program called Higher Education. Again, I'm Julie Forbes, Seattle's dog behavior training and nutrition specialist, www.sensitivedog.com. When your dog or cat is sick, you go to the vet. But sometimes they need more advanced care with a veterinary specialist. Hi, I'm Dr. Beth Davidow with Animal Critical Care and Emergency Services. Veterinary specialists receive more than 10,000 hours of extra training in dedicated fields like radiology, surgery, cardiology, oncology, and more. If your pet is facing a complicated health issue, it may be best to see a specialist. Talk to your veterinarian about the appropriate time for referral. To learn more about access and our specialists, visit criticalcarevets.com. Going against the grain has never been so much fun. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. We're back with Brandy Algren, who's the editor and founder of City Dog Magazine. We've been all over the board today <laughs> talking about the current issue of City Dog Magazine in the first half of the show, the holiday gift guide, uh, the featured one of the featured getaways, Cave B Winery. Uh, sounds amazing. Dog friendly near the right next to the um, Gorge Amphitheater. Um, and then in this last segment, talking about Brandy's dog, Scout, who died this summer. And um, Brandy and I are having, along with some other uh, members from the community on Monday, this Monday, having beautiful glass-blown hearts made to memorialize our dogs. And there's um, a swirl of, uh, you can have a, a swirl of your pet's ashes blown into the glass heart. And they're really beautiful it's a great way to, um, you know, m make something out of uh, the ashes, part of the grieving process. I know uh, a few of my clients are having surprise gifts made for their spouses with ashes that they have. I think that's such an amazing gift idea. It's called Rainbow Bridge Hearts. You can find them online, rainbowbridgehearts.com. I can't wait to to attend that event and have um, my heart made for Chewy and your heart made for Scout. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned something, Brandy, during the break that I think is great to point out for people who might be, I mean, I think a lot of people can relate to this, unfortunately. Right. Um, there was 
right around when Scout turned about six and you can start seeing the aging process take effect because, of course, they don't live as long as we do, unfortunately. And I found myself um, at times um, almost mourning her before she's gone. So, you know, I kind of wish I wouldn't have done that, but I couldn't help those feelings, um, you know, spending that time in those last years kind of worrying about when it's going to come and how it's going to happen. And so um, I I guess it's probably, you know, you can't help it, but it's just sort of something, I guess, that kind of came along with, you know, loving her and having her in my life, but also um, worrying about when when she was going to pass. Yeah. I felt that for sure with, especially with Chewy, who was my first. You know, I I did have dogs growing up as a kid, but, you know, I wasn't responsible for their care or, you know, and and related to them as as a child or, you know, young adult. And Chewy I got when I was 20. And so he, from 20 to 32, I had him. and, um, And I felt probably for me, he lived to be 12. And, you know, I think probably when he was, you know, eight, nine. I mean, I would every once in a while would have horrible dreams about, you know, if I were to have a nightmare, it would be about something horrible happening to Chewy. Like something happening to one of my dogs would be probably the worst nightmare I could imagine. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I I felt that too. And, and I was, and I think one of the things that was so profound about going through his process of dying was that it was, Facing what one of the things in this world that I was the most afraid of, losing him. Right. And yes. and there yeah. we were. And and one of the things that I, it's kind of hard to articulate, but um, he his dying, the grief that I experienced. Part of the what was so beautiful about it was that it really blew my heart open. Right. I mean, I, I can just relate to that. I yeah. felt this just like opening in that like chakra of like wow I I didn't think that I could love him more than I did and I almost feel like my love for him expanded as he did right and I um I feel like also the love that they give back is as equal to that Mm -hmm. so I had felt at that point in my life I'd never been loved by that the way that I loved her so the what they give back to you you know is either the same or so much more and so I can see what you're mm-hmm. saying definitely yeah and I do think about it you know we have four dogs and I'm like every once in a while I'm like oh crap <laughs> you know I assume that I will outlive them and I'm like oh it's gonna suck I have to go through this for I'm gonna have more to times. say goodbye to him I'm gonna have to say, oh damn you know but you know it's part of the deal mm-hmm. it's what you sign up for and you know, it's such a gift having them in your life in the first place that, yeah. you know, we can we can deal with it. Yeah, totally. And more and more, there are resources out there for people. And and it's more being more and more valued as um, a real thing, grief around a pet. You know, I think, like you said, sometimes people unfortunately still hear, oh, it's just but it's just a dog. Why are you so upset? And I don't have any. No one's ever said that to me. But um, I know that people hear that, and that's just bogus. Right. Um, Well, we didn't get to your question today about Thea, your new boxer who you've rescued. You had a a training behavior question, but I'm happy to answer that for you off air. 
Uh, it was just really wonderful to have you back on the show, as always. And um, thanks so much for participating in this event on Monday and having hearts made for our heart dogs. And uh, look forward to seeing you in a few days. Yeah, I wanted to say thank you for inviting me to that. Yeah. Really looking forward to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Rainbow Bridge Hearts is the company, and uh, all of our shows are archived on our website, dogradioshow.com, and also available as a free podcast on iTunes. We'll be back next Wednesday live at 2 to 3 p.m. Thanks for listening to The Dog Show with Julie Forbes. Julie Forbes.